Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Wickham, and this is The Daily Download. Today, we're excited to welcome back EasyKnock CEO Jared Kessler. In this episode, he discusses housing market trends in the U.S., how he thinks a second stimulus bill will impact Americans, and what may be ahead in 2021. Jared, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Well, I want to jump right in by discussing the housing market. It's only been a few days after an eventful election. And as we approach the end of the year, I'm sure many people are wondering what's next. So my first question is, do you expect to see trends like low interest rates to continue going into 2021? Yeah, absolutely. I I don't see a scenario where interest rates are going to go up in 2021. Uh, Just alone, the delay in the stimulus bill will lead to another 4 million jobs estimated to be lost. So the economy is struggling, the rest of the world is pretty much in a negative interest rate environment. I I don't see this trend reversing anytime soon. Okay, can you elaborate a little bit on that? Sure, Um, the the ability for people for people to tap into the the low interest rates is a position that uh, Chairman Powell has uh, position he's taken that he believes that's the one of the best tools in their toolbox to help stimulate the economy and drive the economy. So an, an increase in interest rates would reverse that, uh, thus uh, creating a negative unintended consequence in the market. Now, there are unintended consequences with low interest rates as well, too, but uh, he's been pretty adamant that Uh, low interest rates is something that he's going to use to fight this uh, unfortunate pandemic and the consequences of the economy. Well, the Commerce Department reported new home sales fell 3.5% in September. What does this data tell us about the housing market's current housing supply? Well, I I think the first thing people have to realize is is when housing, uh, when it, when, when it, it fell three and a half percent. Uh, I believe that's the number you said, three and a half. Um, you're coming off of a period where from say March to June, people were not really able to sell their home. Uh, so you had a lot of pent up demand coming in July, August and September and even October. Um, so coming off of that point of reference of October and September, a drop is not that surprising because you really had an unprecedented uh, dynamic where you had all this pent up demand. So I wouldn't read too much into the fact that it's a drop. If you look at it a year over year drop, uh, that would be a different story. And I would believe it's probably up from last year. Now, on top of that, your question on the supply of the market, there's definitely a lack of supply in the market because of the increased amount of demand. And usually what happens is, is that new construction people were hesitant because they felt like we were at the top of a cycle so no one really wanted to build uh new construction so you saw a lack of of interest in doing that um so 
I do believe there is a low supply, but I think it's that drop is not as much of a a result of of the the supply in the market. It's more that you just had better months prior. In 2021, we'll have a new president in office, and currently there has been talks of a second stimulus bill coming. However, there's still no word on when exactly that will be. Well, that being said, we know the first stimulus bill came with protections for renters and homeowners, but do you expect something similar for the next bill? Well, uh, President-elect Biden has indicated two things that he's very passionate about as it relates to, to the housing market. One is he's declared that he's going to want to pledge $100 billion to expand affordable housing and, and build uh, properties that are going to satisfy that. The second thing is um, Section 8, which allows uh, low-income uh, Americans to access uh, funds to pay their rent. Um, on top of that, I do not see a scenario where uh, some derivative of relief for renters and foreclosures is going to be extended. The question is, is because you have 25% of, actually it's actually more 75% of homes that are less than, landlords that have less than four homes, 75% of them are mom and pop. So he's really gonna have to figure out a way to help the landlords as well too. I'm curious what you mean by, you don't think it's going to be extended. Do you mind expanding upon that? I, I think that the moratorium on foreclosures and uh, eviction is going to be extended, um, meaning that uh, President Trump gave uh, relief and said that between now and the end of the year, you can't evict anyone. And uh, the same thing has happened both in the state level from a lot of states and also at the federal level for foreclosure. So you have this forbearance program going on. I would be very surprised on January 20th if if, uh, if a President Biden did not extend in some form to provide relief. Thank you for clarifying. Well, 2020 was a crazy year with a lot of unexpected changes. And as we move into 2021, do you think there's anything from this year that we'll need to keep in mind? Yeah, I, I mean, there's there's a lot that we have to keep in mind for this year. I think as it relates to the housing, uh, the housing market, I think the biggest thing that people have to understand is um, there's millions of people in this country that are, as we just spoke about before, that have bought themselves some time with a forbearance program or eviction program. I think understanding what's happening in the underbelly of the economy with that is something that we're going to have to really pay close attention to because we can have a scenario where the housing market goes from short supply to people having there's fire sales going on massive foreclosures massive evictions so i do believe that we have to learn and understand what happened in the last six months due to the pandemic and how we prevent what happened in other crises and unintended consequences because at the end of the day if you're telling people that they have a holiday on say rent, the landlords are gonna are, are gonna increase penalties and then they're just delaying the problem. They're not fixing the problem. And the economy in my mind is not getting better. It's getting worse right now. Well, before we go, was there anything else that you'd like to add? Um, I, I would just say that um, I often tell people that you have two different scenarios going on in the economy right now. You have a scenario where unemployment is extremely high. 
and businesses are going out. You see small businesses going out of business every day and people are really, really, really struggling right now. And then you have this housing market that's on fire and doing really well. And I don't see how that's sustainable, that you have these two dynamics. Yes, low interest rates, yes, low supply. But at a certain point, a lot of people in this country, their biggest assets are in their home and they're going to look to have to find ways to monetize that because they're going to have no choices. So those two movies of a good of a good housing market and a very struggling economy are going to converge. And um, I think people need to pay close attention to that. Well, we appreciate your time today, Jared. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Daily Download. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and join us again tomorrow.